Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Lady and gentlemen, the beer room. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. Hey, and welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. BeerGuysRadio.com is our website. We are radio for the local craft beer movement, and... I'm Aaron Williams, fully I'm rested. Fully rested? I, somewhat. You ready to do this, Let's Aaron? Let's do it, man. All Let's right. do it. Well, I'm Tim Dennis. Yes. This week, we're going to be speaking to uh, Taylor Lamb from Maconey Brewing. Taylor, thanks for joining us. Hey, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. We're going to have a, an awesome time. We'll also uh, get a little scoop on uh, Schmaltz Brewing from the uh, founder, Jerry, Jeremy Cohen. Oy vey. Can I say that for a Gentile? Sure. I guess I, I can guess. do that, too. You so did. We've got uh, your, your whale of the week. We're going to check out the hot list. And uh, you know what? We've got uh, some special treats from my vacation that I brought, too. Hopefully, we can check those out and, uh, and enjoy that, too. So Beer? Are you talking about beer? Yes, I'm talking about oh, beer, right. as a matter yes. of fact, too. So, so yeah, so that's going to be fun. But uh, in the meantime, what happened this week? I was off last week, and you guys had shenanigans in the studio. We did. We had a good time. Good. We didn't need you here, Aaron. We got it covered. <laughs> okay. So, sorry, Aaron. Enough. We did. We okay. did. We're glad to have you back. Okay. So you brought beer. So. I did. I yes. guess. I guess. That, no, I'm we had rewarded. a good time. So we talked to Jason. We talked uh, Craft Bear 101. Uh, Brad Hodnett joined us in here. Mm-hmm. Brad's done some writing for the site. Just did a live video uh, earlier the week for us uh, yeah. with uh, Jason from Orpheus. Very cool. So uh, we had a good time. Yes, yeah, uh, busy week, uh, crazy week. So this weekend I intentionally took it easy. Okay. Just kind of hung out, had some few beers around the house. I finished converting my uh, keyser over. Because I'd, I'd got a keyser and it had the wrong connection, so got that set up to work with my kegs. And it's like magic. You flick a little tap and... It's a nice-looking keyser. Beer in the glass, man. It's good stuff. Some so. stations would censor me for saying that, but it's a nice-looking That's a nice keyser. keyser right? Exactly. Yep. So I had... Uh, let's see. What I have uh, that I enjoyed? Uh, Wicked Weed does one called uh, Bombadiddle. Bombadiddle? Sure. So, but it's a strawberry brett okay. beer. So that's really good. I enjoyed that. Tried uh, Blackberry Farms, uh, Blackberry Rye Saison. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. I like the stuff they're doing there. Excellent. So, yeah. Well, uh, Scofflaw Preview. Yeah, we went to that we, uh, earlier we did this that. week. Yeah. So that was it. That was my week, Aaron. Excellent. Well, I had a little bit longer week. I guess I had a couple yeah. of weeks uh, to do it. So uh, I was up in Maine, uh, my ancestral homeland, where my uh, all of my relatives except for me live. And so, of course, Maine is certainly known for its uh, craft beer. Had a lot of them. Yeah, had a lot of them. Had, oh, uh, you had a whole week plus to I, enjoy I did. Them, right? uh, Bissell Brothers, uh, you know, some Allagash. We had uh, some found Foundation. Uh, you know, the Bissell Brothers uh, Substance IPA is pretty much the Substance IPA was, is the definition of juicy Northeast IPA. It's got, again, it's one of the juicy Northeast, one of the juiciest I've seen next to like a Julius. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And also had uh, some from, I was in the central part of Maine. It wasn't in south, southern Maine where Portland, Maine is. And really that's where the big conglomeration of craft beer is central Maine has its own type of beers but I, i'd like to say they're more drinking beers uh you know there's nothing that's really crazy about them they just make some pretty solid stuff uh, atlantic brewing up in bar harbor that's a that's a really nice place to go to plus you have barbecue next to it so i don't want to try the barbecue because 
barbecue in Maine. That's what I was wondering. Doesn't so. sound right. <laughs> All right. Hopefully they're transplants. I, ho- maybe I from hope down they're south. trying. But my wife and I walked in. And I'm like, you want to have lunch? And she was like, no. I just it's going to be disappointing. Yeah. So we'll stick with the lobster yeah. and crab rolls uh, in Maine. So can't go so, wrong there. No, exactly. That was yeah. my week. So that was going to be pretty All nice. Right. Yeah, Taylor, how about you? Anything exciting this week? Yeah. Uh, so last night, my wife Michelle and I were uh, grabbing burgers in Augusta and had um, cautionary tale, the new IPA from Riverwatch Brewery, uh, pretty mm-hmm. solid beer. Awesome. I was actually on vacation as well last week in in Hilton Head on a family vacation. Uh, so drank a fair share of Palmetto and uh, a lot of local beers there. And then I was in Michigan the the week prior. Um, so some really good Michigan beers up there as well. They got some good beers up. There. They've got a few good beers. Yeah, there. yeah. they're known for that as well too. <laughs> yeah. So, and folks, we want to introduce you to a new member of the team. Yeah. Just joined us this week. Becky Klein has joined the Beer Guys Radio team as Yay. a production assistant. Becky, welcome. Thank you. She's hanging out here with us. We got you know kind of seeing things. She's going to keep our schedule going. Take keep care us of things. In line. So, how about you, Becky? Anything interesting this week? Oh, sadly, no. I came no. down with the cold. So That's I was right. Sick Fighting the sickness. Nyquil so. was your, yeah. was your, yeah, was your beer of choice. Was Yummy. Right. You'll it. make up for it, right? Oh, so, always. Yeah, good deal. Excellent, so. excellent. So, hey, speaking of beers, we've got uh, some interesting ones coming up. It's Truck and Taps Beers of the Week. Crack open a cold one. It's the Truck and Tap Beer of the Week. Woo-hoo! Craft beer and food trucks in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. And, uh, of course, uh, the guys from uh, Oconee Brewing, Taylor, brought some brews for us. What did you have for us? Quick preview. Yeah, quick preview. I brought a German-style Kolsch, uh, brought an IPA, and then a a chili pale ale, jalapeno and habanero peppers in there. So a little sampling of those three beers. Uh, We're looking forward to it. Uh, We'll talk to you more here in the next segment. But I think coming up right now, uh, we've got headlines. What's in the news? The beer guys have the scoop. Extra, extra, read all about it. Time for headlines. Well, we're going to talk to Nick Hudson now. Nick Hudson is with Free the Hops over in Alabama. Free the Hops fights for uh, better beer laws in Alabama. And we yeah. saw some news today that Nick's going to talk to us about. There's, uh, As the headline says, there's a scary new rule proposed by the ABC on uh, growler sales, on uh, beer sales over there towards breweries and brew pubs and some information that they want to collect on this. So, Nick, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank thank y'all for having me. I I really do appreciate it. Nick, you want to give us just kind of the rundown of what this insanity is about here? <laughs> uh, insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's pretty. It's, it's a good word. I I should have used that earlier. Um, well, good good news is that one is a proposal. It's not really the law of the land right now. So there is a kind of a public comment time which we're in right now until september 7th and um you know the public can comment on it and say hey this is good or this is bad hopefully everybody says it's bad and um basically the the rundown is 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 the abc um board uh came out with new rules having to do with the new legislation that passed um back early this year to allow uh, breweries to sell beer to go or off-premise sales for breweries. And uh, the new, you know, the new rules look really great. Um, You know, it was what we were expecting. And then like we got down to the part of, well, the, 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 the breweries must have, must take personal information as in date of birth, name, address, phone number, et cetera, for the, you know, for the people buying the beer to go. So if you were going to go to Straight to Ale or Good People or Cahaba or somewhere, 
to buy beer to go, you have to hand them your driver's license. They write down your name, write down your address. You know, well, well, that sounds that sounds like you know a very convenient and easy way to make a transaction. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. (laughs) Now, Nick, is this something they're only proposing for breweries and brew pubs, not like retail stores and such? Yeah, correct. It's it's um, from from the language. It seems like it's only for breweries and brew pubs who are selling beer off premise. Why? I I guess that's the simple question I got. Why do they think this needs to be done? Well, I wish I could tell you. I don't know. Okay. Other yeah. than it was just in, uh, it's just in the language, and like I said, it is proposed, so it's not the, really the law of the land. Uh, and hopefully, you know, once the public comment uh, period is passed, uh, they go at the end of September, and then at the end of September, they the ABC board has another meeting, and they say, well, we received blah 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 this, you know, they we received this many negative comments, or we received this many positive comments about this particular, you know, rule we want to change, and then they um, they change whatever they need to change, and then it goes back up for public comment again. Yeah, and in, so, and looking in the in the uh, article that you posted here online is that it seems like it said that the the uh, ABC or the Alabama Alcohol Beverage Control Board uh, they will be subject to their verification. So if I'm a brewer, I've got to make sure that all this stuff is legit. And then I've got to keep it in a big book or a big Excel spreadsheet somewhere. And then the ABC board has to come and confirm it. And if they don't like what they see, they can do bad things to us and shut us down. I mean, what what is that? What does that have to do with anything? Yeah, that's that's a good question too, and, and another question we don't really know. The you know that that could be taken either way. It could be taken like you said, where the ABC board goes to the brewery and tries to verify this information. Well, how are you going to verify some of this information? Um, well, you know, I could be, <clears throat> you know, I could be Nick Hudson, one, two, three, you know, Jackleg Street. <laughs> there you go. You know, and that that yeah. really doesn't like, you know, there is no street. But how do you verify that? Well, okay, is, are, is, you know, is ABC board somebody with ABC board going to come to my house? Yeah, right? Nick, hey, what can did you purchase? Did you purchase that crawler of Cahaba, you know, Okuba IPA, you know, on? September twentieth, yeah, right. two thousand sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Nick, a, we're. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, we're just about out of time here. But what can people do to make their voices heard against this? Yeah, absolutely. So you just go to our website, freethehops.org. Um, go to our blog. There's a link on our front page. So blog. There's a blog post there. There's two ways to comment about it. One is via email. The link to the email address is on that in the blog post. And then also, if you're old and don't snail mail huh you can snail mail all right um you you can write a letter the address is also on the blog post so do those two things those two things are what what you know they take in and uh that will be that will get your voice heard all right nick thank you so much for talking with us today Uh, we appreciate it nick hudson with free the hops and uh good luck over there guys and thank y'all very much for having us and hopefully we can get this thing uh taken care of excellent you listen to the beer guys radio show and we'll be back right after this This is Glenn Golden from Jailhouse Brewing Company. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. The Beer Guys are back right after this.
It's Aaron and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer service are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. Hey, it's Aaron, and you know what I hate? When I miss a favorite TV show and forget to DVR it. Don't let this tragic tale happen to you when it comes to Beer Guys Radio. Subscribe to us on demand. It is easy. If you've got iTunes, Stitcher, or any other iOS or Android podcast app, search for us, or go to BeerGuysRadio.com, click Listen, and you can copy and paste the RSS feed. While you're there, by the way, give us a review. It really helps. That's Beer Guys Radio on demand. Catch it today. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. What's my advice? Well, yeah. But here's all you need to know. Classes, nothing before 11. Beer, it's your best friend. You drink a lot of it. Women, you're freshmen, so it's pretty much out of the question. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Check us out at BeerGuysRadio.com. We're in the studio this week with Taylor Lamb of Oconee Brewing Company, under construction near beautiful Lake Oconee. Yes, indeed. And Taylor, you just popped the beer for us. Why don't you tell us uh, what we're getting into here? Yes, yeah, so this is a beer that I did a little pilot batch of. Uh, it's a German-style Kolsch, uh, just uh, under 5% alcohol by volume, uh, about 23 IBUs. Just kind of a, a good, clean, crisp, easy-drinking beer. Uh, the idea is, I mean, we're we're right on uh, close to Lake Lake Oconee, obviously, and so this would be kind of a good summertime beer to take out on the lake. Uh, really, just enjoy year round. Good drinking beer. That's what we like. Yeah, Gotta exactly. There's more more drinking beers are starting to come back. Yeah, you know, it is. More, definitely. more places are doing you know Kolsch's and Pilsners sessions, and yeah, Pilsners, Pilsners, yeah. Uh, yeah. ESBs and stuff. So it's it's good to see us getting some of that. So absolutely. Taylor, why don't you tell us a little bit, kind of your backstory? What what landed you at Oconee Brewing? Yes, I mean, backstory, grew up in Augusta, Georgia, um, went to University of Georgia, go dogs. Uh, anyone else in here? Dogs. Yeah, there we go. There you go. We <laughs> got one. <laughs> um, Normally in Georgia you say that, you get some support. I We're going to leave you hanging there, though. I know. Huh? Yeah, so. thanks, thanks a lot. <laughs> um, no, but so I graduated in 2006, uh, had double major in political science and sociology, which you know naturally led me into brewing. Of course, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but didn't really know what I wanted to do when I graduated, so uh, took a job in Houston, Texas, worked for an engineering and construction company for about a year and a half, made my way back to Atlanta, uh, had an inside sales job that uh, I didn't really care for a whole lot, but um, ended up in banking and um, landed a banking job in Greensboro, Georgia, downtown Greensboro, where uh, where Coney Brewing is going to be set up. And so I uh, was working in banking for two and a half, three years, but it was during that time that I really got into home brewing. And um, so I kind of brewed my first homebrew batch um, at, at my house there at the lake. And uh it was a Mr. Beer kit, uh, nothing nothing fancy. Yep. Uh, but I it, started with Mr. Beer. I did yeah. too. Yeah. So. <laughs> we don't have to talk about how the results were of that. Right. But it kind of gave me uh, gave me the passion to pursue, like, hey, how do you make a good batch of beer? And um, So my dad and I ended up going out to California, uh, University of California at Davis, uh, puts on this, like, two-day uh, crash course on all-grain brewing. And so we went out there, attended that, that um, two-day class, and... I got back and, and really had the fever. Went out and bought a whole bunch of uh, brewing equipment so I could start all grain brewing. And um, meanwhile, I was buying books and kind of reading up on stuff. And 
uh, just kind of dawned on me one day. I thought, man, you know, I, I really enjoy this hobby of, of, of brewing and, you know, I'm not necessarily super jazzed about this uh, career in banking. So what if, what if I, uh, you know, made brewing a, a career? And so um, ended up going to Siebel Institute of Technology up in Chicago, uh, America's oldest brewing school, went through their program as an international diploma program. So uh, the Chicago campus has paired, uh, partnered with a uh, German brewing school called Doman's Academy to form what's called the World Brewing Academy. So I went through their program, a couple of months in Chicago, a couple of months in Munich, Germany, and uh, came back uh, searching for a job. Wow. So, um, so you really jumped a, in hardcore. After, jumped in yeah. hardcore, yeah. yeah. Political science, engineering, banking, brewing. Yeah, huh? exactly. I mean, it's right. a, it's a natural right. progression there. Sure, uh, absolutely. But, um, yeah, so I ended up landing a job in, in Durham, North Carolina, uh, as an assistant brewer at Triangle Brewing Company. Uh, worked there for a couple of years and then moved down to Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, was the head brewer at Brew 85. Uh, coincidentally, the, the owner of Brewery 85, Wilma Cameron, was one of my classmates in, in my Siebel class. So um, really good friend of mine, uh, really, really awesome place to work as well. Uh, and then I left there beginning of this year to, to move uh, to the home state of Georgia here to, to open up a Coney Brewing Company. Excellent. So Taylor Lamb uh, from a Coney Brewing Company is joining us now. He's the brewmaster, head brewer, co-owner, chief bottle washer, <laughs> assistant janitor. All of the, all of the above. All of the yes. above. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was want to ask this. What was your first craft beer? First craft beer that I recall uh, was actually Terrapin's Rye Pale Ale. Um, so I was in, in, in Athens from 01 to 06. Um, yes, that's five years. Um, but uh, we to, hold it against you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so Terrapin was kind of coming online. I think they started in 2002. So, I mean, they were they were kind of the new um, new brewery in town, obviously. And um, so I remember going to some bars, um, you know, when I was of legal drinking age and, and, and sampling those. And then Sweetwater 420 uh, was another one mm-hmm. that was um, – uh, kind of one of my one of my first craft beers that um, really really got me interested in it. Now, uh, tell us about your lick, neck of the woods, uh, Lake Oconee, kind of a nice recreation area. Yep. You know, kind of a, a laid back. You know, not necessarily a place you'd find craft beer at. Yep. So, tell us a little bit about that and the education that you have to bring to some of the people there. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, there's kind of two parts to Greensboro and Lake Oconee. There's this this old historic downtown Greensboro. It's an, you know, old Main Street um, uh, downtown that has a lot of uh, antique stores and, and restaurants and shops and whatnot. And then there's the, the Lake Oconee end of Greensboro. And so, um, and that's where, I mean, there's a, there's a Ritz-Carlton set up there. There's yeah. a lot of, you know, vacation homes and stuff down there. So so the brewery will be on the in the downtown area, and there's really been a, a, a recent push in, in revitalizing the downtown. And um, and so we're going into a building that's, that's 100 years old that was part of this, like, old cotton mill uh, village. And, um, and and so we, we're, we're really excited about where downtown Greensboro is headed. That's, that's kind of this push to make uh, downtown Greensboro Lake Oconee's hometown uh, to, to really, you know, if somebody's coming from Atlanta or Augusta and they're spending the weekend on, on Lake Oconee there uh, to give them something else to do other than just, you know, boating and all the other fun things associated with the lake if uh, if they're coming into downtown. So is there is there any craft beer scene in the area yet, or are you guys originating it? Or uh, I mean, we're originated from from the standpoint of, of brewing it, but I mean, I think there's a there's you know a lot of uh, there's beginning to be more restaurants there that are that are serving craft beers. I mean, being in, in close proximity to, to Athens and, and Atlanta and Augusta, um, you know, slowly a lot of Georgia breweries have kind of crept into the area, um, and a lot of people, I mean, you know, that are you know. Drinking craft beer in, in their hometowns are, are looking for it when they come to Lake Oconee as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, so there's definitely a market for it. Um, we're, we're really excited about kind of our central location there. That yes, Greensboro is a small town, but uh, we're, we're very uh, centrally located um, off of Interstate 20 there. Mm-hmm. When we talked to the guys at uh, Arches down mm-hmm. in Hayfield, you know, they mentioned yep. that uh, just to the kind of the nature of the area there, that a lot of their beers would be 
easily approachable, mm-hmm. I guess is a good way to put it, that they wanted to be, you know, they're really catering to local locals, yeah. you know, come there, hang out, enjoy beer. And there may be a lot of people there that that was kind of their first experience and exposure to craft beer. Yeah. So, uh, you know, do you, is that something you're looking at? Do you take that into consideration for the for the local set there? Yeah, absolutely. And and, and kind of like this Kolsch that we're, we're sipping on here, I mean, to kind of have that in mind, thinking that, okay, this, this could kind of serve as a, as a gateway beer, somebody that's maybe... Used to drinking standard domestics, um, you know, and, and they might think of craft beer as, as IPAs or dark beers. That, that here's this very easy drinking, light, crisp beer that um, might kind of bring them into the brewery and, and, and craft um, industry. Yeah, the gateway, the gateway beer, so to speak. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah. now um, you guys used to be called something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were Lake Country. Right? That's right. Okay. Uh, why why the name change? Yeah. So a uh, little history on that. So so um, I, uh, my uh, the co owner Nathan McGarity and I um, started talking about the the um, reality of of a brewery. Like, was, could a brewery survive in, in Greensboro and and in the Lake Oconee area? About three and a half years ago. And so shortly after, even just kind of uh, bringing up the subject of a craft craft brewery, uh, we identified Lake Country Brewing as the name. And um, Lake Oconee, Lake Sinclair, often referred to as as Georgia's Lake Country. So we rolled with that name, and um, earlier this year, we uh, reached out to a trademark attorney. We were ready to pursue the trademark uh, for Lake Country Brewing, and it was brought to our attention that the trademark office doesn't differentiate between uh, breweries, wineries, and distilleries. And so mm-hmm. while we were aware that a winery, uh, coincidentally named Taylor's Winery, uh, has a, a Lake Country Red and a Lake Country White wine, we, we did our research on, on, on breweries and knew that no other brewery was using it. But um, since the trademark office doesn't differentiate, we... Um, we figured it'd be best to go ahead and, and, and change the name now. That that, that Taylor's Winery is uh, owned by by Constellation Brands, which is a, is a pretty big beverage company. Um, some of their beer brands are Corona, Modelo, Pacifico. So yeah. we knew it would only be a matter of time before we'd be a, a little blip on their radar, and they'd have a, a real problem. You with, get a, you uh, get a letter. It's yeah. not always. Yeah. You know the yeah. problem I've seen with uh, I've seen this happen in beer and in cigars is. When you're just getting started out, they leave you alone. Yeah. When you start to make some headway and your brand starts to get recognized, that's when they come to you, you know, with the name issues. And it's, uh, yeah. they wait till you got a lot invested in it. Yeah, they come that's, after right. You. that's we, right. So. I mean, pretty fortunate we were able to kind of catch it early on. It seemed like a big deal to us internally just because we had been calling it Lake Country for so long. But to to the outside world, it's it's not really that big of a deal. And yeah. honestly, we, I mean, we've gotten a lot of really good feedback on, on a Coney Brewing Company. Uh, even my own mom has said that she likes that name better than uh, than Lake Country. So uh, I feel like it's it was kind of a blessing in disguise to to rename. Excellent. Now you were uh, listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're talking to Taylor Lamb of Coney Brewing Company. We'll be back with more Taylor after this. Plus, we'll be talking Tim's Whale of the Week, and we'll be talking with Schmaltz as well. So you'll listen to the Beer Guys Radio Show, BeerGuysRadio dot com. We'll be back after this. Still, it's so much. I'm Josh Rachel. I'm the co-owner and brewmaster at Jekyll Brewing, and you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. The Beer Guys are back right after this. It's Aaron and Tim, the Beer Guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. 
on the Beer Guys Radio Show, we always encourage you to drink local. And of course, shop local at your favorite bottle shop. But sometimes you want something different. A beer you've heard about online, or maybe you've got a bottle share to attend, but nothing special to bring, or you just want to check out something new. That's where Inside the Cellar comes in. They stock lots of craft beer from breweries that may not be available in your hometown. Shipping is almost free for every 12 you buy, and if you use our special promo code, you'll get 10% off of your order. Inside the Cellar also stocks wines and craft soda, too, and using Inside the Cellar helps us out. So head to BeerGuysRadio.com, click on the Sponsors link at the top of the page, and click the Inside the Cellar icon to shop, and enter our special promo code for 10% off, too. That's BeerGuysRadio.com, click the Sponsors link, and then go to Inside the Cellar. Ahoy there, mateys! Hunting whales? We've got you covered with Tim's Whale of the Week. Yar, we got whales. We do. We got a few. So uh, the last couple weeks, I've had a couple. Your ship may have sailed whales. Yep. So we got a couple more this week. So it's kind of tough when you have the midweek releases for us to announce them, but it happens. Bell's Black Note hit the scene here. I missed that by so, like an hour. And that's uh it's one that uh, there's a good chance if you're getting the heads up on that from us you've missed it. Mm-hmm. So, but eh, keep an eye out. Yeah. You, you never know. So, uh Cigar City's Marshall Zukov stout uh, mm-hmm. also hit midweek. Uh, maybe some of that. Some places are still getting trickles in. So, okay. keep an eye out uh, for it. A uh, local one. Southern Brewing Company uh, sent some bottles out of their Fooder beer. Yeah. Which is an American Wild Air L Aged in oak fooders. I actually was able to try that a few weeks ago when I was at yeah. Creature Comforts. They were there and they had some out. It's, it's, it's delicious. It's very good. Yeah. So I'd li- I'm going to have to look, see if I can grab me a bottle of that one. So And uh, over in Alabama, folks over there, uh, Fairhope's uh, Maverick Sour Ale uh, is, is one that's highly sought after now. So, nice. Uh, Nice. There's the whales, man. A couple you might actually be able to find. Yeah, good luck, uh, you know, and of course, uh, keep us posted at BeerGuysRadio.com, and we'll have all the whales and all the releases and all that good stuff going on. We're speaking right now to uh, Taylor Lamb. He's the head brewer, brewmaster, co-owner, slash many different things uh, for Coney Brewing <laughs> Company in Greensboro, Georgia. Thanks for joining us once again for today. Absolutely. And uh, you know what? In, in the break, we cracked open another one of your beers, uh, an IPA. Tell us about it. Yep. Uh, so this is a pilot batch of an IPA here, uh, 7% alcohol. Alcohol, uh, 81 IB, IBUs. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of got a, a very distinct multi backbone to it, but um, um, good good combination of, of uh, hops as well. Used Columbus, uh, Citra, and Centennial hops um, and throughout the, the brewing process. Yeah, I really like this. It's got a nice, like you said, a nice multi backbone, but enough hops to kind of give it a kick. This is this is what I'd be drinking on the lake pretty yeah. much the whole time. Yep, me too. Yeah, yeah. Taylor, what's uh, what's kind of your process for recipe development? What's your inspiration, your process when you're putting together a new beer? Yeah, I mean, so obviously I'm kind of influenced by what uh, what styles that I like. So IPAs are, are, are among my favorite styles, uh, and then and, and darker beers as well. But um, yeah, usually I, I, mean, I try to find uh, you know a beer that uh, you know from from a brewery that I, I really enjoy, and 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 then kind of work with that or. or you know, identify a style that uh, that I think is going to do really well in in the Lake Oconee area. There, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, that's that's the most fun part to me is is kind of the recipe development, uh, coming up with with different styles. I mean, I'm really excited about about uh, doing different seasonal offerings at the brewery and and, and different pilot batches because uh, that's what that's kind of what keeps people coming back. Um, obviously, you need a good solid year round lineup, um, but uh, but yeah, seasonals and kind of one offs are, uh, are are awesome. Yeah. 
So now that's that is the plan. Then you're going to have a few flagships, uh, two or three, and then kind of rotate in yeah, uh, with different uh, taps. Too. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I mean, like barrel aged beers. I mean, that's uh, something I, I uh, have a little bit of experience with uh, from working at Brewery 85, and, and something I kind of want to incorporate at, at a Coney Brewing Company as well. Um, kind of do a, a barrel aged uh, beer program. Now, Taylor, we talked briefly. We were talking about kind of what your guys' timeline is because uh, you guys aren't open yet. We're we're getting some previews here, but yep. uh, you guys are super active in getting the word out. Yeah. So when you guys do open, you're going to make sure everybody knows about it. Yeah, right? absolutely. So, um, Leslie Baylog, our media coordinator, is doing an awesome job of of uh, kind of managing our social media. Uh, but yeah, so we're under construction right now, uh, full on construction. Uh, they just finished taking the old roof off the building. I mentioned earlier it's a 100-year-old building, so we're scrapping the old roof, putting a new one on. Um, so they'll be ripping up some old concrete uh, here in the next week, week and a half, and then the new roof goes on uh, middle of August. So overall time frame-wise, we're looking at construction should end towards the end of the year. Um, and then our, our, we've ordered new equipment that will arrive around the same time, late November, early December. Uh, so we'll get that installed, hooked up, and uh, we'll be looking to open the doors early 2017. And what kind of system are you looking to run? Uh, so this will be a 15-barrel uh, Creveller system out of Niagara Falls. Um, so 15-barrel brew house, 30-barrel fermenters. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. That's quite a bit. Uh, you'll be able to batch brew quite a bit of beer then. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Are you going to have a, uh, canning, bottling plans? Yeah, canning plans um, to be determined if it's from day one. I mean, that's our ultimate goal. But uh, definitely within the first um, you know, six to nine months, um, we're, we're looking at bringing on uh, a canning line. Um, so, I mean, again, kind of being in the lake area, cans we feel like will do, yeah, uh, do really yeah. well out on Lake Oconee. And it's, I mean, everybody wants beer in cans anymore, especially if you're doing Kolsch's IPAs and that. You know, they yeah. they want to be able to throw them in a, a cooler, a backpack, what have you, carry them with them to church, school, work. Yeah, church absolutely. especially. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, wait, did I just hear it's that like, right? right? They're, 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 they're preaching away. Beer <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. that's it, a little, it's okay, Pastor Gold. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Oh, man. Makes things more interesting sometimes at church. No, I'm yeah. kidding. No, I love you guys at, uh, at Grace Community Church in, in Snellville. Anyway, yeah. uh, no. <laughs> so, so we talked earlier in the last segment about you uh, having to change your name. Yeah. Uh, any other kind of unexpected changes that uh, you've, you've or challenges that you've had? Uh, in, in doing this process? I don't think so. I mean, it's been quite a learning experience. Um, I mean, I, I mentioned earlier the, the, the concept of, of uh, at that point, Lake Country Brewing or what is now Coney Brewing was is about three and a half years old now. And so, I mean, the, the, going through the, the financing and, and, and dealing with banks or, or just getting a bank to uh, willing to, to, you know, let you come in, sit down and, and, and talk to them was, uh, was much more difficult than, than I would have imagined. So, uh, so that whole that whole finance, financing process was uh, was a, a a big obstacle, but we uh, we overcame it and uh, and we're we're rolling now. If you had any advice for people that are thinking about starting up their own brewery, what what would it be? Yeah, I mean, start ASAP. I mean, it, it's funny how our timeline has um, has just kind of extended out. Um, I mean, we're, we feel confident where we're at now because we're under construction. But but up until this point, you know, was, you know, we were very hopeful that that you know, financing would come through much sooner than it did. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of, um, I mean, we, you know, there's uh, a small business, uh, loan that you can pursue. There's, um, a lot of, um, uh, there's a redevelopment fund through the department of community affairs that we were able to, uh, to, to reach out to. And, um, so, I mean, there's, um, yeah, I mean, just, just get started right away. Yeah. <laughs> How has the city or county been as f- through the process? Unbelievable. Um, I mean, they have been nothing but supportive. Um, the city of Greensboro has, has been extremely supportive and in our corner since, uh, since they first, uh, you know, we had the initial conversations with them. 
Um, I, yeah, I can't. Uh, I mean, I feel like it, it could have it could have gone the opposite way. A city could say like, "Oh, we've never had a brewery before. You know, this, this is too complicated. We don't want to deal with this." Uh, Greensboro has not been that way at all. I mean, they have been super super welcoming. We, you know, we've heard from some uh, like in Augusta uh, that when we were talking to uh, the Savannah River folks. Yeah, you know, and they mentioned River Watch there, and that uh, they kind of helped them out by it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't so much that they were against it; it was just new territory. So getting all this stuff together was tricky. Exactly, and so yeah, I mean, Greensboro hasn't shied away from from the challenge of uh, of making this happen and, and helping us uh, helping us make this happen. And really, you know, if you look at it, uh, craft breweries, uh, you know, really kind of make a nice community. You can take an old building that may not have a lot of real estate value. Yeah. Re- revamp it, and then you get a community going, and all of a sudden those property values start popping up, and you see some restaurants going, and, and it, it really makes makes a community. Absolutely, and and so this building is um, I mentioned earlier is kind of part of this this mill village, and so the the old cotton mill itself has been uh, turned into a seventy one unit loft style apartment complex, which should be finishing here in, in a matter of weeks or, or, or the next month or so. So, uh, and that's just kind of right right across the street, right across the train tracks from where the brewery building would be. So this this uh, we're one street over from Main Street in downtown, and it's kind of this just big expansion of of downtown Greensboro. Excellent. No, it's it's fantastic, and we look forward to you opening sometime late 2016, early 2017, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm thinking early early 2017, uh, realistically, once we get the equipment installed and and uh, you know, uh, batches of beer brewed. There's that. Yeah, that, there's, that, there's that part of it. <laughs> it comes in handy. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. okay. Now, how can folks uh, reach you and kind of keep track of your progress? Yeah. So all over social media, uh, AconeyBrewingCompany dot com, Acony Brewing Co on uh, on Instagram and uh, and Twitter. Um, we're, we don't have a website up and running yet. We've reserved the domain name, but that's kind of uh, on our to-do list here in the in the coming weeks. So uh, be on the lookout for a website. So check you out in the socials. Check us like out on the socials. Yep. That's it. <laughs> All over it. And we'll be good from there. So cool. Mm-hmm. Taylor Lamb, Acony Brewing Company, owner, head brewmaster, or co-owner, brewmaster, chief bottle washer. Yeah. Appreciate you. For, hey, thanks uh, for having me, guys. Out, man. Cheers. I really appreciate it. Cheers, guys. Absolutely. Cheers. Cool. Well, uh, you know what, Tim? Uh, we're going to have another segment. You've got a giveaway to give away. I do. Exactly. We've also got uh, some of the hot list going on. And uh, I spoke with Jeremy Cowan from Schmaltz Brewing in upstate New York. We'll have part of that interview, and that's coming up next. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. BeerGuysRadio.com is our website, and we will be right back. I'm Steve Anderson, head brewer at Red Brick Brewing Company, and you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. The Beer Guys are back right after this. Hey, this is Aaron. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We've got some really awesome things that are coming soon that will help us engage with you some more. We're not going to lie to you, though. It takes time, effort, and money to produce this show every week. So if you'd like to be part of the Beer Guys family, we would love your help. Head to patreon.com slash beer guys to become a sponsor. We're not going to beg. Okay, maybe just a little bit. But hey, we've got some great swag for those who become a sponsor. And you'll be among the first to know about the great things that are coming to the Beer Guys universe. Again, that's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash beer guys. Or you can go to BeerGuysRadio.com and click the sponsor link. We thank you for your support and cheers.
It's Aaron and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food truck station. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. Hey, it's Aaron. I want to give a quick shout out to our newest sponsor. It's Hopspot Beer Tours of Atlanta. Now, there's a lot of tours out there, but what makes Hopspot Beer Tours different? Well, you get exposure. There's more to Atlanta craft beer than just breweries. A Hopspot Beer Tour gives you the who, what, where, and when to craft beer right here in Atlanta and the state. Education. Whether you're a native, a transplant, or a visitor, you'll always learn something new. And connection. Hopspot connects you to guests, local breweries, and businesses to create those lasting relationships. We invite you to check out what makes HopSpot different. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter and Instagram at HopSpotATL, and of course, visit HopSpotBeerTours.com. Use promo code BEERGUYS10 and receive 10% off your order. HopSpot Beer Tours. Hop on, get connected. That's HopSpotBeerTours.com. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Well, I'm sure I'd feel much worse if I weren't under such heavy sedation. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're at BeerGuysRadio.com. We've talked in the past about uh, Terrapin and Schmaltz's collaboration beers before. It's uh, been going on for several years now, and uh, we wanted to learn a little bit more about it. Yeah, their 2016 collaboration is coming out uh, here in just a Really, days, I guess. Uh, so I got the chance to interview Jeremy Cowan. He is the founder of Schmaltz Brewing in Upstate New York, and uh, here's that interview. Jeremy, how are you doing today? I'm excellent. Thanks for having me on. Uh, coming out pretty soon, you've got your collaboration, the 2016 version of your collaboration, Reunion Ale. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, that, how it got started. What's the backstory behind that? Yeah, sure. Well, Reunion Ale uh, is a, really a, a fun, interesting, and meaningful project that started by uh, Alan Shapiro and Keith Flossberg, who worked together at Pete's Wicked Ale. Um, and uh, they started this project in honor um, of one of their good friends that had been fighting uh, multiple myeloma. And Virginia, unfortunately, passed away uh, a few years ago, but her hope was that we would continue on with the Beer for Hope reunion ale, raise money for the uh, Institute for Myeloma and Bone Cancer Research. So we've had Spike up from uh, beloved, beloved Georgia. Yes. Athens, Georgia Brewery. So Spike's come up several years now. Just had him back a couple weeks ago here in upstate New York to Schmaltz Brewing. We uh, brewed the uh, 2016 version of reunion. Uh, guys just added uh, chocolate, vanilla, Mexican chili, cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, cocoa nibs, all brewed with a really delicious Belgian yeast that we like to use here on some of our Belgian beers. And uh, should be out in a couple of weeks uh, out of fermenters and down to Georgia and into about 35 states uh, during the month of August and September. That's quite a long list of uh, ingredients you have there. <laughs> How'd you guys come about that? <laughs> True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, it's, so the original idea was because of uh, the Pete's Wicked Ale connection, we thought nothing more appropriate than uh, having a, a great brown ale. We did kind of a big, robust version. 
addition of a big brown ale that each year we add a different um, spice, different flavor, different direction. This year, um, adding Belgian yeast and having stuff like ginger and uh, uh, allspice and really a, a delicious blend of flavors. So it is definitely uh, interesting. We've had a fair amount of experience adding lots of different ingredients with our Jubilation series over the years with you know upwards of 17 malt, 17 hops, 17% alcohol a couple years ago. So uh, we're not afraid of gilding the lily, but uh, we love rich and robust beers, and we love to share them with all those people out there that like the same. Excellent. I know Spike does, too, at Terrapin. He usually gets some crazy stuff going down here, too. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's another reason why we wanted to make sure if we're going to make a collab together that it was something special, and so far, so good. It's been uh, a fantastic project together. You recently uh, signed up with Liberator Distributing. Does that mean that we're going to be seeing more of your stuff down here? Yeah, I'm really excited. It's funny, in this crazy beer world of ours, we just went from, uh, you know, the largest craft beer distributor in yeah. the market to the smallest beer distributor that we have in the entire country. Lee and Jason are going to be superstars for us. They've done a great job already of uh, taking over a bit of our distribution. We're just launching right now. Um, I mean, the good thing is we'll be able to now bring in all of our special release seasonals, our barrel aging series, our sour beers, um, our jubilation, our uh, funky jubilation. We'll have Slingshot, Hot Mana, Messiah, and Ripa available at all times. Um, you know, we'll be back in the market. It was just, it's a funny time in craft beer where the biggest companies in the country are getting bigger and bigger and expanding and expanding. And we want to stay kind of small and niche and unique and creative, yep. but we still want access to the market. Sure. So we've actually done the same model in multiple states now. We did it in New York City. Very, very happy with our outcomes with Serene um, in New York City. We just did it with Artisans Cellar in Missouri. Um, kind of done the same thing with Cavalier in Florida. So it's a great time. New Jersey with Black River Traders. We're going to a smaller craft-only distributor where we can actually carry some inventory, get some awareness, and work together in a way that's just not possible with uh, some of the distributors that have gotten bigger and bigger. And it's great. I mean, listen, we we have known for years and years, Jason's been part of the craft beer community there uh, extensively. You know, we know a lot of the same people at a lot of the same great beer destinations, bottle shops and liquor stores and beer uh, restaurants. And we're going to be down in town actually in August. So keep an eye out on our website, schmaltzbrewing.com and on our Facebook page. I know we're going to General Muir to enjoy some of their absolutely ridiculous deli. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Deli. Um, <laughs> and I know we're going to pop into a handful of other accounts that we've always uh, enjoyed being with, the brick store and the porter, and just some people who've been big supporters of ours over the years. Jeremy Cowan, he's the founder and owner of Schmaltz Brewing in upstate New York. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. Have a great day. Yeah, it was a lot of fun talking to uh, Jeremy there, and uh, looking forward to seeing some more of their beers on the shelves. Uh, like you said, the Funky Jubilation, and a lot of the ones that they get in upstate New York are finally coming down here thanks to a Liberator, their new distributor. So that's pretty cool. Also, we've got a little bit more to the interview, by the way, including a look at their Star Trek 50th anniversary series that's coming out. And also, we'll have that up soon on BeerGuysRadio.com. And, you know, Tim, I, I, I don't want to tease things because that's what we do in the radio business, but we, we may have some new shows coming. Really? Yeah, we might do it. I haven't heard anything about this. I don't know. I'm we'll just talk saying. After the show, we'll then. talk after I'll the see. show. Okay. I, I should get caught up on this. Just, just go to beerguysradio.com and we'll have all the scoop. The scoop. Again. So cool. Tim, giveaway to giveaway. Got it. What do Definitely. We got? So we have our winner this week for subscribing to our This Week in Georgia Beer newsletter is Michelle Howe. 
Very cool. Michelle, Michelle, thank you so much for subscribing, following along with us. We'll send you an email, get your info, and we'll send you out a box of swag. Tim, how, how can you, the listener, how can the listeners uh, subscribe to the list and enter, be entered to win some swag? It's super easy, Okay, Aaron. good. Really, really. Yeah. So you just go to beerguysradio.com, and uh, there will be a, a link. You may even get a nice... Uh, uh, pop-up that everybody loves, that, loves in, the inviting yes. you, but uh, subscribe to This Week in Georgia Beer. We'll email you weekly with a list of everything that's going on, the events, the releases, some news tidbits, what's coming up on the show, yeah. and best of all, it enters you into uh, the, the drawing pool to win a box of swag each week. Yeah, and we don't spam you too, true. We so don't. I we don't spam, do that. So. I don't like it. Exactly. What I do like, though, is the hot list. Time for the hot list. The beer guys have the scoop on what you need to know for next week. That's hot. So, Tim, what's going on in hot Lanta? I hate using in that word. Hot Lanta. I really hate saying hot Lanta. I apologize. I'm trying to see how much of this is actually in Atlanta. Hot Georgia. This is in there you hot go. Georgia. I got gotcha. you. So, uh, today, you know what? If you're listening to us live right now, you still have time to go tie one on. With Monday Night Brew. Come see us. We'll be there, too. Yeah, we'll be there. It's yep. their fifth anniversary. It's going to be a great event. Uh, the beer list, we've put it on our socials. Yeah. If you want to see the full beer list, uh, check that out. So I, that's that's one to check I, I'm out. I'm personally looking forward to the Five Loco. Five Loco. Just so I can check that, into it. Yeah. So I don't even know what's, what it is, but know, I'm going to drink it's, it. It's a great name. So. So there. Yeah. And then Tuesday, there's a Ballast Point Beer Dinner at the Georgia Chapter Room. Uh, next Friday, go to Sips Under the Sea. At the Georgia Aquarium. There it's the go. game night is a feature. So this is a regular series they do, Sips Under the Sea. This one, doing some games there. Beers, games, and massive fish. So, lots, yes, lots of... Can't argue that. Don't, don't so, give the fish the beer, though. Right. The That's next Saturday, yeah. getting getting ahead, uh, plan ahead here. Freak Show and Lobster Fest at the Wing Cafe cool. up in Marietta for the North OTPers. All right. Sounds good. How about Bama? You What's know, going at on Alabama, there? I found out, I think most of the publicists took the week off because yeah, there's really happens. not a lot going yeah. on. But uh, today you've got uh, the Big Good for Something Shrimp Eating Contest with Good People Brewing because I love a good shrimp eating contest. Okay. That's at Winslow's Oyster House in Mobile. So uh, again, head down to the coast and uh, eat some shrimp. For a good cause. I want to see that. I, I just want to spectate. Oh, that'd be so much that. fun. So. And also, by the way, plan ahead of Friday. I just love this because the fact that Piggly, Piggly Wiggly is having a huge uh, tasting event, I just think it's fantastic because I just like to say Piggly Wiggly all Piggly the time. Wiggly. Yeah, so Singing River's having a tasting at the Piggly Wiggly in Fairhope uh, again on Friday What afternoon. was the name of that barbecue place? Piggy Smalls. Piggy Smalls Barbecue. Piggy Smalls I, I, they, Barbecue. They, Piggy Smalls, come back. Yes. Because I really want to have some of your events. And you know what? Come to the yeah. Beer Guys Radio Studio and, and, and get us some barbecue. But Piggly Doesn't Wiggly is plug. serious about craft beer No, they are. They do, they do a great job in Alabama, yeah. and uh, that's awesome to see, you know, and uh, of course... Uh, you know, we, we have our own fair share of good craft beers, but just to see a big major uh, grocery store chain like Piggly Wiggly do that, it's a lot of fun. Very cool. Yes. So, so yeah. So, next week, we have got uh, some great guests coming up. I'm excited to talk about these guys. Uh, Red Hair is coming. Uh, one nice. of the biggest, uh, fastest growing craft breweries is going to be here next week. But in the meantime, we've got some time to kill. We are drinking the last of Truck and Taps beers of the week. From uh, the guys here. Habanero from, Jalapeno, is that yeah, right? from Taylor. Taylor? Yeah, it's a, a, a chili pale ale. Uh, so a pale ale base that uh, I guess I, I dry peppered with uh, jalapeno and habanero peppers. And, and the one thing I really like about this is that the nose, you get that, you really get that pepper on the nose. Yeah. But the heat isn't there. It hits you in the back end. Absolutely. It takes about three or four seconds and then it's there. Yep. But it doesn't burn your tongue off. Yeah. You can you can finish uh, finish your glass without uh, without it being painful. 
It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's actually enjoyable. But yeah, you really get that nice green <laughs> vegetal uh, uh, thing on that, so it's a lot yep. of fun. So yep. very cool. Oh, the music means that it's time it's to time. go. It's time. Another Tim. week is gone. It is very sad. We have so. more beer though, so I'm going to stay and drink more. Okay, when that we're sounds done like here. a plan. Right. Actually, we'll go ahead and do that. So thanks. Beer, yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, BeerGuysRadio.com is our website. Check us out. Watch yeah. us. Follow us along. BeerGuysRadio.com, and we'll see you again next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're on demand via iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always online at BeerGuysRadio.com. Duke's Mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it, BLTs get it, tailgates get it, and restaurants get it too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Dukes is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Dukes. It's got twang.